Welcome uh, to the CD Vibrations. I am Yuanti Aulano. Happy Independence Month. <laughs> um, I know that uh, we not a lot to be either about, but uh, one thing is for sure. Um, but what that means individually is that there's still room for growth. Um, what that means is that. Um, a lot of things still need to be done, which means there's still a lot of impact that you as an individual can make um, in your small circle, in your community, um, within the country at large as well. So uh, that's something to think about. Happy Independence Month. Today, we're going to be diving at first into Brian's recent TVC interview. Um, it's been making rounds on the city and it's definitely interesting to us here. Now, in our last episode, we closed up with a series of questions. Um, we spoke about the influence of the quality artists that we grew up listening to, um, their influence peaking and then fading away are quicker than normal, quicker than what should be. Um, and we asked if this was due to our fleeting interest. Um, it was due to the fact that even the interest that we have um, cannot be properly sustained. Um, we asked if it's normal um, <laughs> for us to, to just, we, we probably move too quickly away from quality, genuine quality. Is that one of the reasons why the influence is up and down like the stock market very quickly um also you know also mentioned the fact that there's this call to build 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 on the very large stage we talk about the bit and say oh we need to build we need to support but it's not even happening on a very small scale in the country just yet uh, so is this all um being loud let's build let's build with no actual plan of sustaining uh, something worthwhile based off of this artist that we mentioned here so we're going to continue to explore the queries um in this episode and the subsequent ones as well let's get into today's show so Brian's interview yes um a lot of noise around us because it spoke about different things all right one particular point that was very intriguing to to me here has to be the issue um, of continuity in music genres, um, our music genre to be very specific. So we moved from Afrobeat to Afrobeat without that, to Afrobeats with us, to Afrofusion. And even like we have unofficial tags as well. We have Afrofreshion, um, we have Afrocultism, we have Afroadra, and you know, just likes like that. So I guess the question is, are we witnessing a continuity crisis? Um, because look at it in this way. We've had this particular complaint um, with the um, political sector, you know, about politicians, you know, continuing where their predecessors, where they left off, you know, continue to build, especially things that, you know, are valuable to the citizen where they continue to build with the much effort that the predecessor left. That's one um, one thing that we complain about in the political sector. So now take it outside of that, take it to the music industry. Moving on quickly um, from quality, uh, moving on quickly, uh, trying to redefine 
something trying to be the original one in a way um, do we have a continuity crisis uh, that's something to to find your thoughts out on so yes what are your thoughts do we have a do we have a problem with continuity now remember that in the last episode i'd mentioned that um whenever we're talking about afrobesis evolution you know different people's perspective one name that was common was our philacrity is often referred to as the pioneer um but to a listeners from a listener's perspective a listener like moi of course um i said that i didn't experience this music in the same way i didn't grow up around this music in the same way it wasn't as played as you would think um it would be played um growing up um because of the way that his name was spoken about because of the prominence that he has um when afrobeat is mentioned you would think that while growing up his was the type of music that was going to be regularly played now think about it in this way to a very large extent uh we're democratic states right to a very large extent we have freedom of speech which means you're going around and you're seeing individual establishments now how does this play into this question now in this ancient time when you're walking outside of, the, of your streets you are going to see like five stalls if you go to the markets you're going to see private establishments in the market as well um to die and um other supermarkets you're going to see the same as well what this means is that in this private establishment that we're allowed to kind of play the music that we want you know there's no cap on that in this recent market when you go out you hear people like um um rama you hear you hear him a lot um you'd hear um you'd hear a lot of street street artists as well you're going to hear irish die you're going to hear to yourself you're going to hear young john um you're going to hear um more recently shyly poppy you're going to hear them around so like i said we don't have a cap on type of music that we should play individually now fella is not played in this era we've already been this era let's take it back a bit um, um let's take it back a bit to the movement i mentioned where two-face sasha and the likes were popping why wasn't fella still played as much around if it wasn't played in my direct environment why st- didn't i still get an experience of his music um being played outside of my you know immediate community in that way um because again of the prominence that he, it's perceived that he has we've been telling the story of afrobeats for four minutes now and like i said his name is that one common element so you would think um that i think that it would just be mentioned every time you think that his product will be played every time you think that his message will be passed um on every time so when you think about things like this it's it's very hard not to think that the issue right here um is is that we kind of identify freely loudly proudly with afrobeat so we identify with that genre as the base of everything that we've done so far um, to a certain extent but what we fail to realize that's the the, the one with the s by the way what, what, what we fail to realize is this genre that we're associating with um it's a genre that is deeply rooted in social activism right uh, but we have kind of inadvertently just diluted its very essence by just claiming association with it um what we think how we present it 
a version of that, you know, how I present it in own words, um, as diluting the very essence of what we say that we're built off of. It wasn't aligning that time. It's still not aligning now because, like I said, still not played in all of its essence. It's still not played around. There's still no music that is heavily built on that era, heavily built on that genre being played consistently. Um, but again, I identify so much. Well, I identify proudly with it as well. When you talk about continuity, yes, for many artists, um, they believe that, yeah, I mean, the word is relative. That's no lie. Is it there? <laughs> well, there's some artists believe that they're honoring uh, the genre by proclaiming loudly and proudly for the entire community back home, even if it doesn't reflect in their direct music. They're proclaiming Afrobeats to the world for them. They're continuing to wave the flag. Um, yet, like I said, they often overlook the very core elements of this genre. A cause, a message, substance, original composition, originality, very peak standard as well. And so if... if all of this loudness is happening and you're taking away the loudness and you're looking at what is in reality. It's very, very, very comical. Um, Brennan Boy said in an interview before his album dropped, they said that the Afrobeat of today lacks substance and yikes. Um, that comment uh, with uh, Brimer's comment on the issue of continuity, um, the various issues, very important issues to face right um they are issues definitely cut from the same cloth but yes we're definitely going to be keeping um our eyes off on the evolution of afrobeats um as it on shells let's see let's see let's see if things change uh shall we um now out of that let's go into into one of the urban pioneers one of the names that is rightfully mentioned when you talk about afrobeat afrobeats um when you talk about continuity of that genre one of the pioneer artists in my opinion let's talk about him uh today yes it's t-face t-face in the sand of divya in the sand divya uh two baba two baba t-face is one of definitely those artists i've likened them to to artists like osha um just the way that osha makes like them feel over there it's kind of the way to face is so we grew up in him we grew up listening to him we grew up really believing everything that he was saying and even as an adult now if you go back read up the lyrics of some of the songs that we had way back then you see how relative is still now you see how much of a standard it kind of set at a very early stage um in the genre as well we're going to be talking about a couple of his tracks uh that i don't really enjoy let me quickly breeze through them so the very first track is i just want to be there i just want to be there okay i started with this terrible singing <laughs> well i think that that particular track is just pure magic and um, not just because of the lyrics but because of um the type of song um, it was a rock song, that's what I said. It was a rock song. It was like the original version and there's the remix with M.I. as well. And I listened to the two again and I thought, like, as a, as a rap girl myself, I thought I was going to be like, yes, you know, that version is definitely great and everything. Because, I mean, we know, like, 
but oh my god listen to the original version do not mix it amazing amazing stuff just on its own it's it's such a sweet pacey um love song a dedication if you will a commitment if you will um as simple as um can be communicated I, and i have a theory i have a theory like when you feel things sincerely it's not hard to communicate it's just blues like a river the words blue like a river and that's one thing about two faces music that's one thing about this song as well imagine on the track imagine on the track at shirt imagine on the track charlie puth as well just imagine them remix it it's not the borders are open but this artist that i just mentioned they need to dig deeper into the catalog they need to dig dig deeper into what we call Afrobeats music and kind of look at what is in line with the standards even that they have and kind of say you know what we want to work with your very best you know what it's too faced this track is amazing i caught a vibe listening to it let's do something with it that i will start to take seriously um our our um no boundaries when it comes to music but yes possibilities definitely limitless i just want to be there as one of those tracks you should definitely listen to what i definitely like and i'm highlighting today another track another track oh my good god is outside ah oh my god you know me i'm a whitey girl um um i like to hear words uh, much more than once you know see action stupid words <laughs> <laughs> very important um outside is one of those songs as well that you're just going to be listening to it and you will just be busting your brain the way that it keeps going and it keeps expressing expressing and expressing it's an expression of love um maybe not even love it's an expression of just exactly how one feels right it's vulnerable um there's this particular line i like and as you said you got me feeling like you know sandy yeah oh my god that's the entire thing that's see that's the entire thing um when you hear that line it takes you back to the recent interview i was talking about um the faces uh, a recent interview with a uh, newspaper or a newspaper and you know it was talking about the and you were talking about Two-Face as well. We are talking about very mildly the their relationship and how they got to where they are today. Um, you listen to the song, you listen to that, or you read that, and you're like, ah. And then you even kind of flash back to the show that they both did. And you kind of peel away from the surface, from the surface that we reacted to as listeners, as watchers of that show. And you just kind of feel it i don't know if it's just me but you just kind of um feel it they understand what it was they understood what they chose themselves to be what they chose for their relationship to be as well and um i mean i definitely love that for them back to the song itself outside is such a gorgeous song it's it's just a gorgeous song. It's uh, a confession, um, if you were definitely like that. Another song you should definitely check out if you want to get back into Two Face is right here. Baby is right here. Two Face. Baby is right here. I cannot not sing that part. <laughs> um, this is probably one of uh, Two Face's earliest, um, earliest records, and honestly, it's still evergreen. It is what I am pissed about. Um, because now we're hearing a lot of love songs. Um, well, if that's love, right? We're hearing a lot of their songs and you're going to be listening to them like 10, 
15 years and it's just going to be rule your waist. It's just going to be, I got money that I wouldn't spend on you. It's just going to be very light, breezy topics, very empty promises as well. Very present relationship. That's what it's going to be. But you're listening to right here. You're listening to right here and you're like, damn, this is why I have such a freaking high standard. That's how girls of this generation is going to be are going to be feeling by the way because you you heard those words you saw a man that tried right i don't know how to also explain that but yes back to the song definitely one of two faces alias um if you listen to right here if you listen to every other song after right here to even now you'll be able to see and feel the artist our growth genuine growth um, on that particular song right here, you can kind of tell that Tiffany's voice was still a bit raspy, was still a bit boyish as well. And again, it's just fun listening to it because you've kind of heard more from the artist, but it doesn't take away from the originality that was this song. It doesn't take away from the quality that was this song. Two Face, I like that part. So please don't go bend the knees. Oh, I love you. Oh my God, secondary school was a vibe with the songs. Um, <laughs> But yes, um, this particular song, it's it's like a plea. If you've seen Pretty Woman, Richard in the limousine. Yes, it's 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 kind of the limousine song with it's kind of like the limousine scene uh song. Yes, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Another song that has me uh, giggling every time that I listen to it has to be Oli. This one, this one, it has a tie. OG before IG. That's the entire tag of it. But um, I think that really featuring freestyle as well. There's no way that you're talking about Two Faces catalog. There's no way that you're talking about the impact that he has he had on our music as well without talking about Oli. Um, it's very, very, very impossible. And it was in front of a school as well. You know, the way that video was shot was just so beautiful and relatable. Ah, God, we've been doing so much today. <laughs> But it was just so simple and relatable. Shout out to Brume. Um, I think that he has a concept like that as well. It's one of the newer artists in, in the country. But yes, um, Oli is very special. Um, I think the way that I heard the song as well, if he was dropped in this era, they will tell you that, oh, this person is emotionally blackmailing. Um, that's if you, if you drop in Sarah. But the, the song is just a sweet to tag that. Um, it's just too sweet to tag. I think it's a man saying what he wants. It's a man saying that, yeah, we've been in there for this for a minute now and I still do not know my stand. And I kind of want to know my stand. I want to know what, what this is and I want to know if I should continue to commit it in the way that I've been committing. You're not giving me green lights at all, girl. Like if you give me a bit of green light, I'm going to want you to go, but you're not even giving me green lights, girl. What's up? What's up? What's up? Just string me along. Um, that's definitely what the song was saying. I love the song so much. And then the, there's the verse from Freestyle as well. Uh, let me just take you back to the earlier comments. It's that song, the OG before IG song. And, you know, that's where we're going to stop. <laughs> I'm not even covering the entire thing because um, there's still a track like True Love. Oh, my God. With the blue backdrop. True Love. You see, True Love, you still leave here before. 
Ah, ah, two face, two face, and that again, you remember all of his conversations, all of the news that we had about, you know, himself and Annie and everything that happened around their relationship. And you listen to the songs back and you can tell, you know, the moments where Tiffany's was probably apologizing or just singing straight from the heart about events that it was uh, feeling and going through as well again uh, your art as an artist should be representing of what's happening with you in your tiny circle um at the larger circle um in effect so the community is well um so yes from all of those songs from all of those hot token songs he also went to he also kind of delved into Asher truths as well um there's a song i definitely like and you should definitely listen to this one is called important important i like this song and it's on the list because even you understand important it's such a it's such a weird line <laughs> even you understand important i'm like well huh? Huh? because again when i listened to some of the songs earlier i probably did not catch the meaning the lyrics now grown up when you hear even you understand important you kind of can relate it in the context of the song so this is what the song means to me here at the city vibrations of course um it's a reminder that you should always ask questions do not let other people craft out the narratives for you um it's also kind of a plea to you as an individual not to water down your own communication just the big ba- just because the basics are readily available yes even yash the important um, it's such an authentic line. It's it's such a it's such a comical line as well. But you listen to it and you can catch the substance in its context. Very amazing writing by uh, Two Face. Uh, some of the tracks that I can compare to this in such different ways, but yet it's the same message as Voice well. Illusions uh, by Brimer. Amazing stuff, really. Two Face's music. It as always done with carrying message of whether personal truths or communal change or society societal change rather um their tracks like spiritual alien as well um, in that particular track it made mention of one line and he said that it keeps spreading the message you keep spreading his message until it cannot anymore um it's still with us today so don't fret it's still on it <laughs> um, um I, I know the song definitely that should be on your playlist has to um has to be spiritual spiritual i told you i'm terrible singer <laughs> but this is another track that i should definitely add to your catalog if you want to get into two-faced today um if we had retreats in this country if like we're retreating nation like do work for whatever amount in a year and then take your salary take a, a couple of chunk off of it and then go retreat where those type of people in this country genuinely the way that we travel a lot if we're doing it in this country you see a song like spiritual alien i think that it should be a staple in those establishments it should be a staple not that we don't have this type of tracks it's just a track that should be flooding our airwaves consistently especially in mornings when people are about their business they're just tracks that you should start your day with very soothing very um very um substantial records if you will so yes definitely that one another one uh not to forget is appreciated appreciated this one inspires gratitude and you know what they say about gratitude um it gets you more you know what they say oh you're about to say that and so bad down me see why do you tell it to tomorrow yes um this song is about that 
much more than that as well. This um, song inspires togetherness. It says in one of the lines, I see beyond colors. Um, like I said, it prioritizes togetherness. It prioritizes um, humanity and solidarity. Again, these are songs that we want bombarding the airwaves, even as at this very moment. So by and large extent, we are um, a free community when it comes to type of songs that we listen to, type of songs that we play, especially in our private establishments, right? Um, these are the songs that as individuals, you should be blasting on a regular because you want it to continue to shape your mind when you carry that phone and want to tweet. Um, you want it to to shape uh, the minds and the uh, minds of people around you, minds around you. Um, you want it to shape the narratives for them. You want to kind of shape your reality as well because your reality is what you stand in it. So if, if you can inject quality, if you can inject what should be in your, in your everyday lives, you kind of move towards uh, that. So these are definitely the songs that should be played constantly. And yo, the power of music is insane. So it's very important that we're choosy. Well, another track definitely not to forget when you're talking about two faces, if never give a This particular song is just see when you're resisting like his catalog. This particular song when it comes up, oh my good god, guys, you automatically go to the video that we're exposed to us at that point in time. Video was very minimalist, you know, but it was a very memorable video it had memorable impact on us i'm singing the song and i'm doing the shoulder dance i'm doing the shoulder dance like my leg is moving a certain way my sleeves are kind of imaginarily rolled up you know i'm in my camo just the way that two-face was in his camo as well you know you remember it now the camo t-shirt with you know slim two-face um <laughs> doing the the you know, you know i wake up in the morning and i brush up my teeth okay terrible told you <laughs> uh, but you know i'm just thinking about the song thinking back at the resources they had as at that point um and the way that they chose to shoot the video as simple as direct as possible um i think it's very it, it's very um it's very good you know what i mean um, they focused on the quality lyrics they focused on the authentic delivery of the song as opposed to doing too much um, to distract from a lot of things. Um, a lot of things. Because there was nothing to distract from. Quality, 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 quality across board. There was no need uh, to do much. The product was the product. And it was the best thing about you know that era. It was the best thing about the song as well. Um, if Nate Bagger, it was definitely a part of um, the artist at the beginning. Especially with Ken Kenny's music. And you hear it and you could hear the feeling of capability um it spoke with on that track and yo it definitely wasn't isn't a fluke you've seen it he has kind of ran all of the kilometers uh shout out to him on that track another track to add on i'll see me down i promise another track to um, add on to your list has to be only passed as well these are very important tracks when you hear it because we heard it then we're jiggling our heads to it as at that point in time um but now we can we can understand it um very 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 much um there's concrete understanding on our part of our own hypocrisy and um or personal pressures as well these are songs that you listen to and you can understand them on a much much more deeper level because you kind of go you kind of now you understand this you've seen it now 
continuously you've seen it in like full circle at this point in time so shout out to um songs like that this for instance as well another track that's definitely relatable to us really right now especially now like you go on twitter you go on social media and you see that the frustration is brimming you see even some of the choices that we make and you're like damn oh my god you know we're just waiting to pop off so um but these are songs that tells you that i mean it's been happening for a minute now maybe you don't you know blow off maybe you don't let your top blow off maybe don't overreact don't make certain decisions maybe let's let's be smarter with how we're going about it maybe just maybe um there's that track there's only me as well again another amazing uh record just like will you pass just like for instance as well at this particular one it's a rave that's waiting to happen by the way i don't think that like the earlier um, questions in the episode said you know they've not been able to take our little interest and kind of sustain it for a very long time they've not really been able to sustain that interest that we had in these people they've not been able to sustain it since that time they've not been able to sustain it right at this very minute um as well but yes only me is a rave waiting to happen it's a deserved rave it's a rave that is quality enough to call the rave in this country because we be saying rave and sometimes we're using the definition of the europeans all up pause let's take bring it down to the home um front these are the quality of music that we do over here that we appreciate over here and these are the quality of music that we kind of want to rave to in that way oh my god i have a couple of songs in my head that i think that would, would just make a good sing along to in a very big space with certain artists but yes only me two face definitely 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 one of those there's a lyrics in that particular song it says now community nine make us tall secret society nine break us all again you take this lyrics and you see these boys have said it all they've said it all they continue to say it all they had the balls to say that at that point in time and one thing we should realize is that the coming generations are still young they're still trying to find their voice as well so these are the artists that you should continually play for them so that it inspires them to be able to speak the truth in their realities be able to speak clear if you will uh, but yes, I definitely like that line. I told you it's relatable um, to us very right at this moment. Now, community and I make us tall. Secret society now break us all. Um, I think that that's an encouragement for us to build. Not just build, build together as opposed to usurping. Just like Bremo said in that interview. Um, now, most of Tubaba's songs um, were, were also, like I said, speaking up, were, were political in their rights. Um, non-aggressively by the way it was just saying what it was and you could listen and relate because you're thinking exactly that as well it's just an orator and is able to pen um the feelings um down as accurate from his perspective in his own words as well it was politically in his own right and if you're talking about continuity two-face fits and matches two-face is a bridge uh, because his music i'd say was truly built on all of the elements that we've heard them talk about um we've heard them talk about in fella's music um yes it was it, it was built on that um just growth but was built on that he even had ever myself you know a collaboration with an older generation and he did it in such a way that didn't take away from the original song it just sprinkled a lot of a bit of newness a bit of two-faced in it and he did it so respectfully and uh so good as well back to him 
being truly built on our fellas music being truly built on the element of afrobeats speaking up not only as it truly is but speaking up as uh, it should be as we dream of it uh to be amazing 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 oh my god um it's best and styly as well good god that song is evergreen by the way um it's best and styly was so good <sighs> to say the songs back then and everybody knew there was no demarcation on oh this person likes rap this person likes pop no we all just liked the songs because they were just what they were just quality and they were communicating to us in a way that we could definitely understand on a very large scale yes styling a true a cool anthem evergreen man ever ever evergreen uh back to two-face so so two-face listeners base um uh, is base. I, I don't think that is base is waning. Um, I think that it's more so again, like we've said earlier, that our interest in him was just not we're not sustained enough. You know, sustained within the country. By the way, it wasn't sustained enough. Like they didn't bank on the influences that this guy is not just two phase like a couple of certain guys in that era. They didn't bank on the influence that they had. Um, I think that they've just been carrying the baggage on their own. And I say, that's not enough. You know, it, that's just not enough. And I, I know that growing up, we had a couple of uh, news where he had a bit of scruffle with his former colleagues. Um, Cut proceedings. He, he has even changed his name like a couple of times, like Didi did, right? Um, he has changed his name a couple of times. If you type, there's so many variations of his names that you could type up and it will come up like Tubaba, Tubaba. You know, two-faced Dibia, two-faced Mr. Dibia, it, it will come up in that way. So therein lies probably like a, a problem with curating his listeners based to a very large extent. Um, therein lies the problem with curating and just kind of putting a tag on some of his projects as well. Because even his project, even his songs, you cannot find some of the originals on uh, a lot of listening platforms. The way that we're made in the original stage, you can't find some of them readily curated and uh, available on all these platforms and it's crazy because that's definitely not how it should be uh if we're talking about continuity we've not done so much so well for this artist of the past because i'm like there's no reason in hell that this catalog shouldn't be on platforms right now i should have been on the platforms in the way that they were made because they would inspire the next generation to be able to do things properly. They would inspire the next generation to kind of have a personal standard as well when it comes to creating art, when it comes to writing, when it comes to delivery as well. I, I, two faces, all of it should just be, I don't care about the court proceedings. Somehow there should be, a, there should, should have been a way, a compromise. Um, um, there should have been forward moving conversations around these projects and just putting it out. You can't do that deprive people of this oh, 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 oh. you can't deprive people of this numerous like you cannot deprive people of this body of work in the way that um they were made but yes these people like two-face and some of the other stars that we've mentioned those were our standards our front runners and as far as we're concerned over here they've not had their proper time in the sun yet we've not done anything with them yet so we've not the people that had interest in them, we've not keyed into those interests and kind of do more for it in the country. Um, these are the artists that the core messages in their songs should be continually spread, deliberately spread. Because like I said, music has a power to tweak 
thinking. Music has the power to shape reality in the way that we want it on an individual level, on a grander scale as well. The impact is crazy. So yeah, we should be deliberate about, you know, the music that we play. And these are the artists that you want to take content from the from the music you want to take content and push it to the subconscious of the growing Nigerian uh, push it to the subconscious of the up and coming ones as well especially in this time of influx uh, influx of artists um, artistry influx of resources information and attention as well we want to be very deliberate in pushing certain things on the larger scale um if we can continue in that regard um, if we can get better, not dilute the essence of Afrobeats um, or dilute the essence of the people that have done it at such a quality level. If we can tell ourselves that this is me going below bar, if this is the base, if this is the bar, I should be going further than and not just encounter the number because now the money is kind of accessible, uh, you know, the market accessible as well. So in terms of the product, in terms of something that's so vital as, as the product, we definitely should be doing better um, on that front. So it could just be for a couple of reasons, right? Um, maybe the structures we kind of have these days, um, maybe the direction is still not tapping enough. Their direction is still not sustainable enough. Their strategy is still not sustainable enough because like I said, you are building or there's no building happening on the home front, even with the newer artists kind of going to play with matches. Let's put it like that. You know, the, the grown boys are not playing home matches yet. And that's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Uh, makes sense we have to learn to build upon the foundations laid by those who have proven their quality we grew up with them at this point we know them. there's no shine away from that so we have to look at building foundation with these guys um that should be our way forward first first it's it's just logical uh, down to record labels and even management companies as well i i think that taking away from the past like forget all the scruffles that anybody has had i think there's no scruffle that's big enough um if there's a plan on the ground that's mutually beneficial for all parties there's no scruffle big enough you just gotta step away from your eyes ipad store, especially record uh, levels and management companies they gotta just step away from uh the savior mentality and collaborate with a certain um individuals and music they have to be willing to serve the creative process. They have to be willing to serve the creative as well. Like I said, in mutually beneficial arrangement uh, moving forward. Um, let's go back to Brimer. Um, there's Brimer's revelation about the fact that Chocolate City is still sending him after the royalties. And riding off of uh, my recent comment in, on um, record labels and management companies, just, just saying, you know what, fudge it. Um, how can we move forward from that past conversation? How can we continue to build together? Maybe not together, but at least have a mutually beneficial arrangement that serves you as an artist. But Chocolate City, Brimer, still owing. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, why? Um, the question I have in my head is what have they done uh, with him till this very time that gives them the right to say you still us you still us you have to bring much more than resources to the table you have to bring everything to the table if you're willing to sign an artist if you want him to be under your umbrella as a label you have to be able to provide 
you have to be able to pull up mutually beneficial contracts and you have to own all your end of the deals. We'll be delving into um, this particular topic in subsequent episodes. Like I said, um, we're here giving you the updates as Afrobeats unfold. Yes! Yo, my track of the week is here. It's that time. My track of the week has to be City Boy. This burner boy. Oh my God. I said no to be this person, but it's absolutely impossible not to like this one. It's such an infectious song. And oh my God, I've been taking it to see. Visual representation is also important when you're doing like branding, packaging, representing how things, how you want it. Or sometimes letting it unfold and seeing if people will genuinely fuck with it or not. Anyways, this particular song, I'm stupid for it. Every time, oh yeah, get, and I match my foot on the floor. Oh yeah, get, oh yeah, get. It's such an infectious track. Um, if you go away from even the foot stomping as well, listen to the lyrics and the way that it was delivered. Are you like, damn? This was born in his element, you know, cocky as shit. Uh, I guess it has girls in uh, downtown. It has girls in uptown as well. He doesn't care if you're star. You don't do it how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> Just the laugh. <laughs> but um, um, it's such a proper song. It's such an amazing ride. It's such a good-ass delivery. Again, if we're going to be doing certain type of music, there had better be standards like it had better be properly written and delivered if you know what i mean so it's be it was able to do it on city boys i'm not gonna lie such a good good uh good ass record it's for those who are properly watching and enjoying it you cannot hate it you cannot hate city boys afrofusion is what he calls it um i don't know if you agree with it because um we're still on continuity um we're still on partial um identification with a with a genre that we're not fully committed to honoring so you have people like Brenner boy and they've kind of shifted the definition and said okay it's afrofusion um uh, and logically just kind of make makes sense because um we're kind of exposed to different types of music you're exposed to different places in the world as well it's only right that your music and your art can reflect all of your experiences that's where the fusion uh comes in as far as i'm concerned so he said um is afrofusion and i think there's something in there i think there's something in there what do you say um what i do say what i do do say like i said i think there's something in there but i don't particularly care about the tags um because fusion beats whatever artist type of artist he is is a good artist and then when you flip it to the other ends of sampling or not sampling it just does well with the samples <laughs> it's so like i said it's so hard to eat certain things because you see the quality in them and um you kind of just sing along before your brain is saying sample sample no it it picks up the sample if you've heard the originals before um you're listening to his version and you're saying okay did is it good with this you know it didn't water it down um so much so or it didn't it took it its direction and made something uh, quality from it so that's why i think about burnout with samples it does well with them even these original songs as well it does well with them so sample or not i think it's such a good artist uh but i do understand the comments about um in sampling um and i one thing i don't know right is the samples that he has done with um you know people outside the country i'm sure that due diligence must have been followed 
through so that it's mutually beneficial for him the artist that's doing the sampling and where the music was sampled from because they have a structure now all of the songs that i would sample from here i don't know about that do we have the structure you know is it on some mutually beneficial arrangement that he has with um the family of the artist that he has sampled in his old records that's why i think that would be the defining factor that would be yay or nay that's the only time that i think about it in that regards so there's that um let me know if you have more information about that of course uh share um and i'd just like to say this i think that things exist things have been in existence for a minute now it's just like words as well and sometimes they mean a lot of things sometimes they mean nothing but the only time that even we as listeners get to say ye or nay is it's either you make something worthwhile of it now that therein lies uh, the value that you place on that thing or you continue to place on that thing it's either you're adding value to it or you're diluting the very essence um, of it I don't know. I don't think Brown has diluted the essence of anything he sampled um, at all. I don't think so. So point me to it if you think um, otherwise as well. Let's go to another artist that when we're talking about continuity, when we're talking about quality, um, um, is another artist that definitely uh, I'm super into. It's Buju or Buju Benson, like people call him. His product is coming up real soon. It's called uh, Sincerely Benson. And I wonder, I, I'm wondering about the, the album because Buju has, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> Buju has bad since 97. And you see those two projects. Hmm. Boy, oh boy, how can he top them? <laughs> how can he top them with music that I feel like you're probably pulling from, like, in, like making now, like the music that is on the scene right now? Maybe a couple of it would be on the project. I've not seen the track list. We only have two songs from it, right? Um, but I'm saying, Sorry I'm Late is such a gem. Um, you have Bad Since 97, such a gem. You have um, I Do. You have I Do. You have Never Stopped, you know, from that project. You even have, like, uh, singles, like, um, For Days. You have, in my mind, you have Bad Since 97, the track from Bad Since 97 project. You have that particular album as well, like I said insane quality very good as quality Buja has always been a writer it would it would deliver to you even just as you would expect a rapper to deliver remember i said in the old days it wasn't about if you know you liked rap or you liked darren b there was a way that this artist even like t-fist as well they were kind of able to spaz for you without necessarily saying that i do rap but you had all of those elements in it whether it was in the way that they wrote the rhymes came at the very end or the way that they deliver their body movements and the movements in which you as a listener kind of listening to and visualizing and acting out as well. That's the same with Buju as well. Buju can give you that. Buju writes and he delivers. It's one of the things that has me always excited about him as an artist and is what spoken as well. So if you've not gotten into him, just go pick up Sorry I'm Late. That's all. Like that's all the love you need to fall into <laughs> with Buju. Um, if he's able to nick in the sincerely benson i think that it must have successfully truly completed what um, people refer to as a hat trick in it um <laughs> i just drew my in it but um it's butcher is definitely um one of those um artists he has had not just a solo run but he has had like an amazing feature run. i remember that time that we were also complaining that oh, buju not only feature you did do but he's brought it 
on that end and he has brought it on the feature ends as well um feeling uh bling mood confident finesse go go like these are some of the records that he has been on and he's definitely killed in his own rights um like i mentioned is one of those artists that you can bank on in terms of quality writing quality penmanship and delivery as well i definitely one that was on his playlist at the moment was he listening to i kind of want to get into that before i get into how um sincerely benson would sound it'd be interesting but uh it's definitely on our playlist here i think that that's the end of today's episode uh let's keep the conversation going um leave a comment uh, down below um let's know your thoughts on all thoughts on all talks and all topics right um if you have burning discussions and show proposals uh, feel free to drop an email at um dctvibrations at gmail.com my name is yewande algolano and this is the city vibrations